So, uh, Madison, I'm just going to ask you this one question here. How do you feel that you have done two live streams in one week when you hadn't done one before? Honestly, it feels great. Uh, definitely um, a little bit crazy being put just right on the spot uh, for one and with no kind of instruction. Um, but uh, it's fun. And I like it. So it's definitely an interesting experience. And I'm looking well, for to do more live streams in the future, for sure. Well, absolutely. I think you're a natural, first off. And the funny thing is, like, when I saw you on Saturday at the Grapevine Library event at the Esports Academy Open House, I love that you, when I said, hey, by the way, you're live streaming, the look on your face was like, what? Yeah. Look at you. Now, now you're like a pro. Now you're like a pro yeah. on this. And you, and, and you know what's really interesting about this is now you realize that the mic is always listening to you, isn't it? It is. It really is. And it is scary uh, and uh, nerve wracking, but it's definitely interesting to think about. Hey, you don't have to say it's scary because you know why? The mic is listening. You're ready to kick this off, girl. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am. Let's do this, Madison. The mic is listening. The mic is listening. The mic. The mic is listening. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome back to the Mike is Listening, uh, aka as uh, it's Happy Wednesday. So I'm excited to talk about today because I have been talking about this in my head for a lot, so I've decided to manifest it for you guys today. And we are going to be talking about celebrating success. And I don't know if we actually do enough of celebrating our own successes. So think about all the times that you've had these little tiny minute wins in your life. It could be, you know what? I just wrote a kick-ass um, email to a client today and I feel great about it. Or it could be something like, you know what? I had a really challenging uh, situation with a colleague, client, friend, family member, and we were able to overcome it. Kind of like, you know, if you're on you know, social media and you guys are debating something, but you're actually able to do it civilly. I call that a little win. And I think it's something that could be celebrated. So on that note, there is a little bit of selfishness, selfishness on my part, because there've been a lot of little things that have happened in my life that I would like to share because I want to celebrate that success. And I'm hoping that you two write your own successes down because, you know, there's this other um, podcast after glow that we were talking about, self-sabotage. And it was Pat Pearson. She was our speaker for the Global Leaders Organization. And she had mentioned 75% of the voices in our head of when we're talking to ourselves is negative. And I am on this one-man campaign right now to remind everyone to celebrate your success, celebrate your hard work, because you know what? If you aren't celebrating who you are, who else is going to do it for you? And how healthy is it really if you have to look for outside accolades to build up your own self-esteem. So I'm sure there's a bunch of life coaches that are listening. They're going to probably tell me, you know, cheers and kudos to that because I don't think we hear it often enough. So on that note about celebrating success, I would like to introduce someone that is actually near and dear to my heart. That is someone that quite frankly has made a huge impact on me uh, most recently with a lot of different events. Madison Corda, the marketing and events coordinator, coordinator over at Map Esports. Welcome, Madison. Oh, I put you on yeah. mute. Whoop. 
Let me unmute you. Sorry about that, girl. Hi, guys. Thank you, Sia, for the introduction. <laughs> oh, no, no worries at all. You know what? I, I just want to make sure that you understand how I am appreciative of you because there was last month, um, the Esports Trade Association had their annual second kickoff ever convention in person. And um, I got sick with COVID days right before. So I know I left you hanging, but all the feedback that I've gotten, you know, just you overcoming the challenge of, of like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not a media, you know, production person, but yet uh, you were thrown and thrust into having to record a lot of content. I mean, how did you, I mean, be honest with me, what were you thinking at that moment in time? You know, some of my thoughts kind of got me back to, you know, college. And, you know, I graduated with dual degrees in public relations and broadcast. So I did kind of have that broadcast background where I kind of knew certain things, certain, you know, things when it came to radio, certain things when it came to, you know, technology. But however, you know, when it came to podcasts, when it came to certain, you know, certain software, I was sitting there trying to kind of figure out exactly what I needed. Did I need Adobe? Did I need, you know, Adobe Premiere? There are certain things that we used in college that I was just trying to, you know, brainstorm. What things could we use that, you know, pulling them out, you know, just trying to figure out like what things, what software do we need, you know, trying to figure out exactly the types of technology, because some of that stuff I hadn't used in, you know, two, three years since I graduated, because we had it for school. And, you know, you only had Adobe for, you know, a certain amount when you graduated. And then Adobe said, Nope, you're cut off because there was a there was an end to that. And um, which was kind of sad. But you know, it was kind of one of those things where you kind of had to you know, learn under, you know, pressure and try and just figure out things as you went along. And I think, you know, we definitely kind of learned from those challenges and just trying to figure out exactly, you know, how can we do that? And one of the things that I thought was kind of good, too, was that even though you were sick, you were still there, you know, to kind of answer all of our questions, despite the fact that like you were, you know, in bed, you know, almost like, you know, die, not dying, but, you know, dying of like a cold that you were like, hey, you know, not of a cold, but, you know, you were just not. No, you can say it. I had COVID. All. I have no problem. I have no problem saying I had, I got COVID. I got, I got it. I got an ad <laughs> and uh, it is legit. You guys, it is not a pleasant experience by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, but Madison, I think there's something about your personality and that lends itself well as a marketing, uh, you know, event uh, coordinator, um, for map esports because esports is such a different beast. It's such a interesting industry, and there's so many personalities within this community that is still forming and shaping. So, do you feel part of your success is because of that tenacity, that positivity, that look? You know, shit is going to happen. Like, where do you get it from? You know, and yeah, and in some cases it, it is and things are going to happen and you just have to learn to kind of deal with it because, you know, we did we did certain, you know, events um, in the beginning too. even like in, you know, July, we went to a really interesting event in Roswell. It's called the UFO Festival. They have that every single year. And uh, that was one of the most, you know, interesting um, and kind of out of this world, I guess you could say, um, because it is, you know, revolved all around aliens. Um, and, you know, you go there and nothing but, you know, space themed everything. And it's one of those events where you go there and you're like, 
hmm, interesting. And, you know, one of the things that we kind of had to, um, you know, some of the things that we kind of had to navigate was, you know, the hotel for one and, you know, just the kind of hotel from the, you know, convention center was about half an hour. And, you know, the taxi service, they only had four people working at this taxi service because it was such a small town. And so you had to wait, you know, an hour to two hours for this taxi service. And so you kind of had to figure out, so do we wait two hours to get this taxi service or do we just walk this half an hour walk to get to the convention center from our hotel? And you kind of had to figure out exactly, you know, what, just fight your battles, you know, which, how are you going to fight these? And, you know, just pick, pick your battles, choose your battles, you know, which, what are you going to do? What's the, what's the bigger picture? You know, what are you going to do? What are you going to choose? Because you got to figure that out. And so we just kind of were like, yeah, let's just, let's just walk it because this is, this is kind of pointless to just wait two hours for a, you know, a taxi when you can just walk. <laughs> so oh, man, alive. Like that. <laughs> yeah, no, but, I mean, like, look, I mean, just idea and like, I mean, I know the equipment that you're lugging around. So yeah. I mean, and it, it, and we just brought, we didn't really bring a whole ton because one of the things we had logistic challenges too, was like, we can't bring in large, you know, electronic devices. We can't bring in TV screens. We can't bring in, you know, other, you know, big laptop devices and things like that. So we just brought it in our switches and had them play, you know, Mario Party and, you know, Mario Kart. And so that's basically what we brought in because certain certain events you can't bring, you know, giant, you know, different things, Playstations and Xboxes and, you know, stuff like that. So it's just one of those types of things. Well, you know, I think that, I mean, I love that idea of making do and, and making things happen, but I really love the fact that with esports in general, that there is, like, I feel like there's like a leveling of the playing field, if you will, that, yeah. you know, if you have, again, I'm going to say that with a caveat, if you have access to resources like these consoles, right? Anyone can, if you develop the skills, anyone could actually perform well. And if anything, I would like to think that the fascination with games will spark some interest into other areas and facets within the gaming esports, uh, you know, ecosystem. Right. Exactly. And so let's talk about map esports real quick. Right. Because we are affiliated full disclosure, innovation media enterprises. My company um, with Aaron is uh, a partner collaboration with uh, map esports. We produce the map esports podcast network. And so there's a lot of intertwining and stuff, but, I would like to understand when you joined Map Esports, what was it about Map? Tell me about Map Esports. Are they just another, uh, you know, multimedia gaming company taking advantage of it? Like, what is the mission and why were you attracted to Map? You know, they kind of are trying to leverage the, you know, when it comes to families and bridging the digital divide, that's what kind of brought me to Map Esports was the fact that they are trying to bridge the digital divide and in terms of, you know, bringing those families, bringing those children together and bringing those communities that may not have access, may not have, you know, the resources that they need to, you know, develop these um you know, skills and the education and, you know, these needed to do, you know, and, you know, the skills needed when it comes to robotics, when it comes to esports, when it comes to the education elements. And, you know, that's kind of one of the things that attracted me to MAP, um, especially and just one of those things, too, is just, you know, we're we had one of our events last weekend, which was really awesome. And so um, it was at the Grapevine Public Library. It was called uh, 
well, it's their uh, eSports Academy that was just recently opened. They were awarded a grant. And so they just recently opened their um, eSports Academy, which uh, is a really awesome little eSports lounge. And so it's free to access. Um, any kids can go in there and they can check it out. And it's really awesome because it gives kids a chance to go in there check it out and it's free. So that's kind of one of the cool things that we were able to partner with them to open that up. And we are so excited to be, you know, continue that relationship with them. And so it's one of those things where we love to, you know, partner with those local communities um, when it comes to those sort of things. And so we're looking to partner with other communities as well. And that's what I love. And I, to me, again, I think with uh, conscious capitalism, that's a real big popular term right now. And um, I, I love the idea of that. We're all in it to make business. We have to make money somehow. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, we're lying to ourselves if, you know, we're not trying to make money. Everyone's trying to make money people. Uh, but what I'm trying to say is this, is that um, if you could do it in a way where, you know, the, the, the world can benefit from your efforts, that's what's huge. Right. And so, um, Let's go ahead and let's talk about this because on Saturday, I dragged you out to do a live stream without any planning. I know you appreciate me for that. Um, but uh, I want to highlight a, a little bit of what you were doing on Saturday because um, your ability to, again, respond on the fly, make the best of something. But also, I want to emphasize that Chris Woodward took the initiative at um, Grapevine Public Library to take advantage of this grant and he applied for it. So um, I'd like to highlight a little bit of what you did. Are you comfortable with that? Sure. Yes, of course. All right, girl. So let's do this. I will uh, play it. Let's do this. Joined by the um, Esports Academy staff and the technology librarian. Um, we have Chris Woodward here to talk a little bit more about the Esports Academy. So, um, Chris, can you give us a little bit more information on how the East Grapevine Public Library? Sure. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Um, so, we've always kind of wanted to do something like this. Um, we're all kind of gamers at heart anyways. Um, so the opportunity came to apply for a grant for $75,000. So we decided to go for it. Um, I wrote the grant um, with goals in mind of kind of, you know, evening the playing field and providing the equipment and the tools for people who don't normally have access to that kind of stuff. Um, so I wrote the grant and submitted it and I think it took about four months and they let us know that, um, we were approved and that all happened right before COVID hit. So, um, it's been a while, it's been a long time in the planning stages and the buying stages and the assembly stages and the setting up, but, um, it's, it feels good to finally open the doors today. So what did you think of that? Like I loved hearing what he did and how he stepped up to yeah. complete on that. I mean, what were your thoughts when you heard him that initially when he kind of, I mean, he, first off, he's a mellow personality. I was like, could you be more excited about this? But I could tell yeah. he is excited that you could see his passion 
that day. Yeah. And just the fact that he was so, you know, excited about it, he was, you know, brought that out to them. And, you know, one of the things he said too, kind of at the end of the interview also was that he was going to present that to, I think it was like a group of librarians, I think he said at the end of it, um, and kind of bring that up to them, because I think he's like one of the only ones that actually has a dedicated space for, you know, gaming lounges and stuff of that, you know, nature. And, you know, that's kind of one of the coolest, you know, that's a really awesome, you know, initiative that he took. And it's something that can, you know, go for a lot of other libraries in the area. And I think that's one of the things that can, you know, go for a lot of different, you know, I mean, not just Texas, but this could be something that goes for a lot of the different states too. And, you know, I think this is definitely one of the coolest you know, areas and it doesn't just have gaming, you know, it doesn't just have gaming setups. It's got a, you know, 3D printer. It has a, you know, I think it's not just 3D printer. It's like a vinyl cutter and there's other stuff in there as well. And they've also got robots. So, I mean, it's not just, it's not just for gamers. It's for, you know, people who are interested in 3D printing things. It's people who are interested in robotics. So it's kind of, it's got something for everyone. And I feel that's, so that's kind of cool for anyone who's interested in any of those kind of areas. I, I absolutely agree with that because what I like to say, it, and it's going to be a little on the saucy side, but it's, it's like the gateway gateway to STEM steam yes, this is a exactly. gateway for, um, you know, again, the emphasis being, you know, with Matt Beat sports mission and what I'm seeing with conscious capitalism in general is that, you know what, if you can bring the playing field and bring it equitably across all communities, uh, and give them access that builds a bigger pool of future steam stem type um you know uh, employees right you're building the next generation of leadership and technology and innovation and because of video games something that inspires them to say look at this cool tech that i'm i'm physically touching and playing with and the robotics there was a uh Ozzy palmer Mr. Ozzy Palmer, and I'll give him a shout out over at Reed Foundation. He was like, had kids like on their iPad, like r driving this like um, robotic yeah. uh, car yeah. around. Yeah. And it was almost, I felt like a, it was almost a sense that gave it a sense of chaos because we'll be sitting there, we're all sitting there talking amongst each other, and like all of a sudden he's like car whipping between our feet. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was the coolest thing, that little car. I mean, that, and kids were just, and the thing was, and you too, people were running it into things. And I mean, he kept saying that it was indestructible and he would just deconstruct it and reconstruct it. So the whole entire time, I mean, he was like, yeah, I mean, they just do that. Like, I think he said like three or four times, like a week or something. He said, like, they just continue to keep doing that. And I'm like, I don't know how you can keep doing that. I mean, I would, I would be sad if I had to like take it apart once I put it together, you know, taking all that, you know, putting all that work into it just to take it apart. I don't know. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like, um, I kind of think of the artistry of like sandcastle builders, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's impermanent. Like um, who was it that was, I was, Oh, you know, there's this art art form. I think it's the Tibetan monks where they, they do it with oh, yeah. sand and all those intricate designs and then yeah. they let it enjoy it for a moment and then just, gone and it's gone <laughs> and and i think it's that emphasis of again reinforcing the fact that our small wins our small successes enjoy that moment in time because it does i think it really does affect your brain chemistry i think it really gets down to that serotonin level where you know what that moment in time can just pull you right out of like a slump or doubt 
or anger or all those negative emotions that, you know, quite frankly, as I touch my belly, all that bad cortisol hormone, if you can get that serotonin up, and I think it fights it or something, I need some kind of like doctor to clarify, neuroscientist, but yeah. But, I mean, so, so what has been your small win for uh, the last uh, week or so, Madison? Just in general or just like. What, what's just made like, you happy to success? Yeah. What, what's made me happy? I don't know. You know, it's just little, little wins. I, I don't know. It's, that's kind of hard to say. Um, well, has, has there been a small win this week that you'd want to celebrate? Hmm. I know of one that we can celebrate together tonight. That is very true. That is very true. We do have a small win uh, that is coming out today um, that we are super excited about. Um, We have our podcast host, uh, John Davidson. He is having his one year anniversary celebration tonight um, of his uh, podcast, The DLC Drop, coming up tonight at 5 p.m. at at sundown at Granada. Um, which is in Dallas on Greenville Avenue, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, look at you, like, getting, like, super, like, I could feel you, like, I'm honing like, in, honing in, honing it in, like. <laughs> Greenville Avenue on Dallas. Be there, be square. Um, <laughs> and we are super excited to be planning that. Um, I was I was trying to let you say it, but then I, I, then I kind of went into it because I was like, oh, I thought you wanted to be the person to say it. Um, but I'll say it. Um, so, but we are super excited to be announcing that um, we are – going to be putting this um, event on and it we are super excited um, for our awesome sponsors as well. Um, we are having Map, uh, Map Esports Network, Map Esports Podcast Network, IME. Um, we have uh, Balanced Media Technology. Um, and then Sia, would you like to uh, give a shout out to the other sponsors as well? Absolutely. So, you know, it just occurred to me, I'm like, I actually made a graphic and I was like, oh, wait, while she's talking, maybe I should share it. So, yeah, no. <laughs> We could talk about this. So yeah, it is a one year anniversary. Yeah, I'm a great producer, aren't I? <laughs> so it is. I know, I know. Okay, so I'm the one year anniversary of the DLC Drop Podcast sponsors, of course, Map Esports um, and um, Map Esports Podcast Network. As I had mentioned before, our company, Innovation Media Enterprises, is in collaboration, and we are a sponsor. We actually kicked in some dough for this party, um, but also uh, Buzznog. Phil Elias, shout out. I've known Phil for over 20 freaking years. This is so depressing. I've known him almost 20 years now um, from our technology days when I was in cybersecurity. And, uh, you know, we've all moved on. And when he found out about this event, he happens to know John and he knows me. And he's like, you know what? I'd be happy to support you. So if you want to look at the Buzznog um, uh, technology, they what they basically do is provide a lot of um, uh, for lack of a better term, a lot of intelligence around um, concert experience. So I can't go into fuller detail, but look up Buzznog. They just did Rolling Loud and huge provider of the technology behind the Rolling Loud concert series. So check out that huge uh, festival. And then um, WPA uh, family, um, basically they are an investment group. And so shout out to Tyler. Thank you so much for the support on that. We actually just met him. They were a last minute sponsor add on largely because Phil asked him. And that is something that I want to talk about after this year. I'm going to leave up this uh, placard up for a little bit, but every single one of these sponsors that you see beneath have a relationship with one another. And so though I didn't put it on, it all has to do with that uh, business association that I'm a part of called Global Leaders Organization. I know it sounds like an ad people, but I swear to God, it has nothing to do with it. But I do want to say, 
business associations and business communities are what has helped our respective organizations grow. And we support one one another with our businesses, either leveraging our services, one another or sponsoring, or just sharing what other people are doing. Maybe that, that tertiary, you know, secondary tertiary relationship of people that can be connected with one another. And this is a result of all that. And the DLC drop podcast is a, is a reflection of it because of John's relationship with the esports and gaming industries from his previous roles, um, you know, with currently at PRG and his previous role at GameStop, for example, like he has been building this a mass, massive network of people. So we're going to see a lot of industry insiders at tonight's party. So I know it sounds like I'm tooting our own horn and all that good stuff, but I'm not. It is really the truth. And so if anyone that can make it, we encourage you to join us. We're having a huge, solid turnout. And yeah, it might be a little chilly. Come on, Texas, suck it up. Put on a coat. We have heating lamps out there for everybody. And we can, again, it's outdoors, so it's socially distant, um, but a great opportunity. Yes, there will be food and there will be a cash bar. So come on out. Um, We know it might be a little bit rainy. There is a covered um, there is a little covered yeah. patio. We can go inside if we need to. So it is. It might be a little rainy, but rain or shine, we will be there. So come on out. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Madison, um, I had you on for a reason. I had a, I had you on selfishly. I'm not going to lie to you. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of a premature announcement, but in a way, it might as well. We're live and it's all about live streaming and it's all about informational stuff and celebrating successes. So let's talk about a bug that I might have planted in your head that mm, looks like could be going live pretty soon for 2022. So we're a little early, but still we're thinking about doing a live stream show to, uh, for Map Esports, aren't we, Madison? Yes, we may. We may be. <laughs> we may be in the cards. And of course, it's still early stages yet, but I'm excited for you because you're going to be front and center and uh, it's really going to be bringing out the prominence of esports and gaming. And, you know, like we said, promoting events and people like Freddie Halstead, who just commented on here with Techie Factory. It's about bringing the community in the house. You know, he'll be here. He'll be there tonight. Oh, yeah. Hey, Freddie. I know you're going to have to have him as a guest on your show. Cause you know, he's going to stalk will. us Yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So for those that want to learn more about map esports, Madison, how can they get a hold and find map esports? So you can get a hold of us. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on all major platforms as well as our website. It is mapesports.net. And for those that would like to learn more about tonight's event, um, I'm not going to write it down here, but guys, you can go on my profile. It's actually on Eventbrite. Just even just Google if you, people, it's okay to Google Eventbrite, John Davidson anniversary. I swear to God, it'll pop up. Google is your friend. Don't be afraid of it. But, uh, <laughs> um, but we can also, it, it, I actually will put it in the comments of uh, this episode so you can check it out yourself. Admission is free. I know people don't like free or don't value free, but I will say this much. There's going to be a huge turnout. So we actually maxed out tickets at 120 and let's just say we're close approaching it. So um, definitely take the time to check it out, guys. Uh, I'm really encouraged and I'm inspired by the win. And I hope everyone enjoys 
their successes together. And you know what? Let's challenge ourselves. Let's actually talk about our successes tonight at the John Davidson. I'm going to pull it back up again just because the one-year anniversary of the DLC yeah. Drop Podcast. November 10th. That's today. 5 p.m. Central Standard Time at Sundown yeah. at Granada. Yeah. Be there, be square. Yeah. Madison, I am really appreciate you and your support, and I'm so glad that we get to work together. Yes, um, I'm so excited for tonight. It's going to be a great night, and we can't wait to see everybody there. Show up. Be excited. We're excited. We hope you're excited. We've been planning this for a little while, and we cannot wait to see you there. <laughs> Did you say see ya there? Ha, ha see ya. <laughs> you did. You done it, did. Okay. Yeah, wait. It never gets old. It never gets old. <laughs> I can't. I can't not like it, just like casually insert that into a sentence every single time. So sorry. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Like you think after all these years, I would know the difference between someone saying "see ya" like calling my name, or "see ya" as in like they're saying goodbye to their buddy like a hundred yards away, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, uh, maybe that's created the narcissist in me or my narcissistic tendencies, as some of my friends would like to say. So, anyway, girl, I really appreciate you. And so, shout out to the DLC drop. And also, yes. every Friday, 10 a.m., live streaming, Aaron, uh, Gregors, and I, we are the co founder of Innovation Media Enterprises and the Dallas co chairs of Global Leaders Organization. Hit us up on the Afterglow Live Recap podcast. We talk about business concepts and great, amazing speakers that Glow lines up every week. So uh, check that out. We're on YouTube, as well as the Mike is Listening's got a YouTube channel. New one because I screwed up. So, yep, that's another life lesson. Check out the older episodes. We can talk about that. But I'll just say it right now. If you have a Canva account, make sure that your YouTube channel and your Canva account are the same email addresses. Otherwise, you get copyright issues. So I had to create a new YouTube channel because of that situation. So all the subscribers, please come back. Come, come back to the new channel. So, all right. I talked to you long. Guys, peace out. Be safe. And I shall see you next week. Thanks for joining the Mike is Listening Show. Thanks, Madison. Bye, guys.